But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, a member of the Pulse Podcast Network, and your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. And um, right off the jump, we want to thank Cindy Drew for uh, recording that intro for us. I mean, it's a big deal for us to have such a big name in Philadelphia radio. Philly freaking legend. That's right. So um, we thank her once again. But... There's yeah, been we're kind a of a lot. big deal, motherfuckers. What do you think of us now? That's not going to go to our head. Not mine, at least. I'm not cocky and arrogant at all. There's Fuckers. a lot to talk about. Um, we have Raw drawing its lowest ratings in the history of Monday Night Raw, which has happened a couple times this year, to be honest. If what if we go by what we said last week or a week and a half ago, our last recording session, we have to stay true to what we said, then they purposely... Made no money. <laughs> they purposely had bad ratings just so they can boost SmackDown for the Fox signing. That's all part of their plan. They knew they were going to have shit ratings. Yeah, At least that, that's what we believed. Yeah, that's uh, we we called right. it a work in our last episode, and we have to stay true to that. We do. We, we do. can't flip flop. No. They did it on purpose. Yeah, it's getting more and more unlikely the worse and worse it gets. But yep. we're going to stick by our decision. We until, call it a work. Until we're proved wrong, yes. everything is a work. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, and SmackDown was, I mean, le- legitimately head and shoulders better, as usual. I mean, but you, it's not hard to get better than what Raw to, was. Yeah. But when, it, you're, when you're purposely throwing the game, yeah, it's not hard to be better than that. Yeah, true. Um, but, so, I mean, this build now going, going forward for TLC is just... I don't know. I mean, the card itself obviously isn't isn't fully announced yet, um, but the way it's going, which is odd. Yeah. It, well, we still have a, a whole what, a whole another week, right? Yeah. Um, I just you know what you're gonna get. I mean, yeah, you got the the women's triple threat match as of right now. It could be the main event. Yes, which should be actually the yes, like yeah, it should be the main event for sure. Um, but I mean, from the raw side, is there anything that you really care about? No. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. Not even Ambrose and Rollins can save this one. No. Because I, I don't, I honestly, it'll be a good match, but I don't really, it's nothing special. It shouldn't have been a title match. The title, Rollins, for all that he did with the title and made it relevant again and all that happy horse shit, good, it's relevant again. Put yeah. it on someone that needs it now. Yes. But, I completely agree. And the Amber, it should, Ambrose shouldn't care about the title. He shouldn't care. But he's he's supposed to be this this badass dude that he I mean I get it he wants to take everything away from Rollins mm-hmm. so I don't know well I'm glad you talked that was the first thing you brought up was Rollins and Ambrose because let's talk about this entrance that 
Ambrose made on Monday night. Bootleg Bane? Yeah, boot, that's a perfect name. Bootleg Bane. I, I was going to say Bane, but that's even better. Bootleg Bane. That would be the jacket, the gas mask, the... the um, I mean, do you call them druids? Whatever the, whatever the guys were. They sure shit weren't penis druids. <laughs> so the only type of druids I want to see coming down to the ring anymore is dick druids. <laughs> but I mean, they had the, the uh, horn blasting over his music, and it was just so odd, so out of character, and I don't know. I just didn't get it. Oh, Seth. You merely adopted the dog. I was born into it. It wasn't bad. I've never heard your bane before. It wasn't bad at all. That's what could have no, been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. It could have come out Scottish or Japanese. That's what I was thinking. But I know it just it made Hardy, no I'm sense. I'm coming for your ass. I'm going to be the next bane. It made no sense. Except to call me Stain. I, I don't like. Um... Let's have a big skid mark. I don't like what they've done with it. I think it's it just made a really really ugly turn. Um, it went weird. Yeah, like the whole thing of the wrestling fans smelling, and that's why he's wearing it. Like, it's fucking stupid. It's childish. Yeah, but no, I don't like. Do the kids today even find that amusing? I would think not. I we we I mean, honestly we can't speak for it. No, but we can't. It seems like today's landscape like that wouldn't get over you wouldn't think it would i mean it's just it's not over in right now in this studio yeah it, no but who the fuck are we i don't know i just i'll tell you who we are we are who they thought we were <laughs> that's a little confusing yeah anyway so other things that happened i'm just gonna go right past it because there's nothing nothing else really to talk about beside that god-awful monday night raw well you got was it Ronda versus Nia? Yeah, and even that was... That woman's title is just really... You put it on the... Now you're supposed to be superstar, like mm-hmm. mega superstar, which she is for the UFC. Yes. But... Or was for the UFC. Was for the UFC. I mean, yeah. she's really... She's not really what she what well, she was hyped up to be right now. She's not given she's not given anything right now. I mean, look at her opponents. She yeah, hasn't had that. And that's the thing. You, I don't think you can really blame it on Ronda. I think you have to blame it on the landscape that is the women's division on Monday Night Raw. I mean, Alexa being hurt has hurt that whole division because she was most of it. And the highlight isn't where it should be. The highlight right now is on Nia, and they've taken what could be. If Sasha, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna tickle your ego real quick. I'm gonna fucking just really light you up. Mm-hmm. If Sasha would just get this over with with Bailey, and if they're introducing these tag titles, then fucking do it already. Stop fucking teasing it. Now it's not even special anymore. It's just come on. We're now you've just enhanced everyone's impatience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and turned it into we don't give a fuck. Yeah, because we wanted it when we wanted it. You dangled it, dangled it, dangled it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. Just fucking do it already. Anyway, and this whole Sasha and Bailey thing, just have Sasha turn on her already, become the heel Sasha, and now you have Ronda Sasha on Raw. And then you actually have intrigue and interest. I mean, Sasha's going to destroy her on the mic unless they turned it a complete 180 and did Ronda as the heel. Let's face it, Ronda can be whatever she wants. Yeah, absolutely. She's the baddest woman on the planet yeah. quote-unquote yeah but she might actually be so well mm-hmm. she was at one point in time. she was at one point yeah maybe not holly anymore. home put an end to that yes but 
Um, yeah, I mean that that whole landscape again. It's weak. Yeah, because it's getting beaten out by a better division it's on the other out. show. It's Becky. Yeah. And now Oscar's in the title picture again, where she should have never left. Mm-hmm. So if you could bring some, I mean, SmackDown could do it. SmackDown has brought relevance to almost everyone that you thought wasn't. Yes. So bringing everyone back to relevance who should be there, I mean, sky's the limit for SmackDown. For sure. Now, one last thing. I we... wish they would add a few more people. I mean, it's kind of the same people highlighted over and over again in the tag division. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, I mean, speaking of that, with Monday Night Raw, the last point I did want to touch on, because it's a pretty big point, is this Heath Slater versus Rhino match for their job. Rhino loses and then is quote-unquote fired, but apparently after the match, as it went to commercial, um, Rhino retires, and Rhino's done. And there was a lot of talk online and on social media about how they could do it like that and how the guy that has contributed so much to the wrestling business, obviously ECW more than WWE, but he was still, I mean, he was still pretty prominent in WWE for a while. I'm going to touch on two points. Mm -hmm. And this is just my mindset of how I believe that WWE sees foreign talent that comes into their company. Yeah. Someone who wasn't a homegrown. homegrown talent. Yeah. Like WCW guys that come in, not fully treated like they once were. Mm-hmm. Like the Diamond Dallas Pages, the Booker T's. Although Booker T... He's become WWE royalty. I think they've adopted him. Yeah. Unlike others, but um, yeah, you're yeah, right. Unlike some others. Yeah. I mean, Goldberg got a good push, but he was never on the Goldberg level. He wasn't in, in WCW. Sting, unfortunately, came in in the back end of his career, got hurt. He, mm-hmm. Who knows what could have that have been, but you saw him get beat at WrestleMania, so that's never a good sign. So when it comes to ECW guys, you had Rob Van Dam, who got over with the crowd. He was pushed a little bit, but you never really see these out-of-towners that come in and now you're part of the company get what they, what you would think they, the respect that they deserve. And the other thing is, is that on this show, on this in particular role, you have absolutely nothing going on. This show sucks. It's not interesting. It, it, what would it have hurt you to put a 15-minute segment together of a somewhat competitive match between Heath Slater and Rhino and actually build some sort of story, and then at the end of the match, have a formal retiring for Rhino. Give a minute speech, or whatever. If he even wants to give that long, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, seem just, like he's a th- very... Just I mean, put it out there, be like, look, I'm retiring, I've given it all, I'm focusing on running Michigan. Not the football team, just the, the state in general. <laughs> and... Just let, send them off into the sunset. At least it's respectful. Yeah. It's a good way to go. I mean, the whole fucking thing to begin with is, a oh, a match for your job. Oh, you lose, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, and then now Heath is going to be a referee. Supposedly. Okay. That's, I mean, that's his new job. He wasn't... Just I mean, he's entertaining. He, he is. He is very entertaining. I like <laughs> Heath Slater, but... You're getting demoted. You have... Yeah. One that is, one that won, of the three MB, mm-hmm. one that won the WWE title. One that is should be. Oh, well, he won the NXT title, and he will be the guy. Yeah, eventually he, he will be 
a portion of what they're building. Yes. He's an integral part of what they're building. The leader of 3MB, not so much. Yeah. Possibly the most entertaining out of all three. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Maybe as not, far as com- not, the comedy aspect, yeah. for sure. Like, yeah, that's entertaining. That's yeah. a part of entertainment. No, I mean, no, I know, but I'm saying McIntyre, that, like... McIntyre's matches are better. Yes, yeah. And his personality as a whole, as a bad guy, is better. Exactly. They did Heath Slater and Rhino dirty. Which they all, I mean, they, it, I mean, SmackDown gave them a better chance than Raw did. I mean, they're the first ever SmackDown Tag Team Champions. They caught fire, and they utilized it, and they got over with the crowd. They rewarded them for it, and mm-hmm. then they fell off into the distance. Yeah. And then they came to Raw. Just like... Which made it even worse. <laughs> gin, yeah, well, that fucking train wreck. So, um, a couple other points that happened this week, uh, a couple downers, to be honest... Um, first, we have the passing of the Dynamite Kid. And passing away, which, ironically, passing away on his birthday, on his 60th birthday. Um, another one, another young one. Yeah, I mean, and that's, you talk about one of the best tag team wrestlers of all time. The Dynamite Kid, the British Bulldogs. I mean, it was, that's a big loss for WWE. I mean, not like he's it's wrestling. A, it's like, yeah. the, for the history of WWE, and for um, himself, and, I mean, he set yeah. he was like a trailblazer for a lot of the UK guys that are and girls that are coming out now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he kind of set a standard with, uh, I mean, wrestling over in Japan, a British wrestler wrestler over in Japan. I mean, how many times have you seen that nowadays? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He kind of opened the doors for the newer era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other one that passed away is uh, Larry the Axe Henning. The father of Mr. Perfect and the grandfather of Curtis Axel. Of Curtis Axel. Um, he died it on Thursday, Hence age the name eighty-two. Curtis Axel. Yes. Yeah. So um, yeah, he... someone just had to. Oh, <laughs> that's why they call him that. We got an aha moment from some of the listeners, hopefully. Um, yeah, but he I mean he had five kids, twenty-eight grandchildren. He was a busy man, and his kids were busy. Yeah, obviously. So, Part of a rabbit factory. <laughs> so, I mean, they're two big losses um, in the world of wrestling. And they will be missed. Yeah, absolutely. So, I actually want to hop right into rumors. Because Uh-oh. we have a lot. So, Uh-oh. let's hit it. He wants to hit the rumors. Hold on. We're fucking up. <laughs> What's going on over there? I don't know. So much of shit happening. So, I'm going to talk. Oh. Well, if for anything, we're professional. Or quasi-professional. <laughs> Sorry for the mix-up. Deal I with it. I can't wait to listen to this back because I have no idea what was going on over there. That's right, because my edit skills have taken a hit. Okay. So, the first one I want to talk about is what we talked about a little bit in the beginning of Raw. Of Raw about Raw. Of the beginning of our show. Just is Alexa keep, Bliss finally, <laughs> finally being cleared for in-ring action. Um... That's the word, but now I also have a conflicting report. Okay. That the her nasal nasal problems are not done yet, and she's still kind of back and forth. So the, it's still kind of up in the air if she's going to be able to compete. So you have two conflicting reports that she was cleared, but yet then again something with 
in her nose is not fully healed, so they're kind of trying to hold her back a little bit. Like, what the fuck's going on with this company? Do they have anything that's fucking... Unless, well, like you said, it's a rumor. Yeah, of course. So we don't know how true it is, but... Of course. I mean, if that's the case, these are fucking doctors and shit working. Like, how fucking lackadaisical are these these people these that trainers? are trainers? Yeah, like... I don't know, just ASCM Punk. You're cleared. <laughs> you got a trainer, too. Oh, you got a bad nose. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Well, that means you can wrestle. But what, is, what does it really mean? It means you might not be able to wrestle. You got, you got two people telling her one, one one person's telling her one thing, one person's telling her the other. So we'll see how that develops, see if she actually gets into um, into the action a little bit. Hopefully. Well, she, I mean, she still has this part as the woman's GM. And yes. something tells me that they're going to like this. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind it. I think it's, uh, if she's not wrestling, yeah, of course it's a good role, but... I think it's better to just have her like get just back have on the it roster. end abruptly, like just. Well, to, yeah, because oh, you're not the GM anymore. You got cleared. You go back to work. Yeah, I mean, unless you're gonna find someone else to do that job, like that's never been done before, and we'll see if that's it's what ever makes been me done think forever. that they're gonna continue doing it with her for at least maybe till WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, I it, mean, they need the talent. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and they need someone that can. It's not like... Carry the division. It's not like WWE has ever just cut off segments and not talked about them ever again. No. <laughs> so, that's why I really don't... I don't know. I don't, I'm really not invested that much into it, so it really doesn't matter. Dare to be stupid. Exactly. So, this one has probably the most intriguing rumor that I've seen thus far, especially this week. Kenny Omega is reportedly the subject of an upcoming HBO documentary that will be released in 2019. Is that a rumor? Or is that like... Um, it's a rumor because the documentary hasn't been announced. Mm. But according to a Toronto musician um, who basically did the score for this documentary, basically said it will be released sometime in 2019. And um, I just he basically said, I just finished a documentary about a wrestler. This is going to be coming out on HBO in the new year, which is going to be really exciting. It's a wrestler named Kenny Omega. It's some guy named like, Kenny yeah, Omega. It, of it's course. just some wrestler named Kenny Omega. He's only, like, the best in the world. We're um, going to do that. They, they did this documentary. You know what? It's just it's some wrestler. <laughs> I think his name's, uh, what is that? Benny <laughs> Benny Fontega? No, that's not it. Who is uh, Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Kenny Omega, that guy. They're, you're going to do a documentary on him. It's going to be, like, a 15-minute special or something. So only the best wrestler in the world, yeah. He says uh, he's a wrestler from Winnipeg, but went to Japan and formed a, this tag team called the Golden Lovers, which was sort of like the first ever queer storyline in wrestling. He's a pretty incredible dude, and I was really impressed with his story as I as I watched the documentary. Obviously, this guy does no recollection of Billy and Chuck. <laughs> well, if he doesn't know Kenny Omega, I doubt he knows who Billy and Chuck are. Oh. Yeah, just... But that's pretty cool, though, if they're going to do a documentary on the Golden Lovers, like the whole well, backstory yeah, and everything. I wonder how I mean, not how a... far back this documentary goes and what they're touching on, what they're not, you know what I mean, in the and time if you frame. you get some inside story, like, because not everyone knows, like, like you, you know what you see, mm -hmm. and you could speculate as you see it, but no one knows, like, the ins and outs of, like, how it was formed or what. Like, there are, I mean, there's stories out there about it, but this is, I like this. Yeah, me too. I, think, I mean, HBO did such an amazing job on the Andre the Giant one. Yeah. That if... This is true. I mean, and it it's is. fucking HBO though. I mean, yeah. this isn't like Ricky yeah. Dink Production Company. Exactly. This is like a school product. It's like like the Toronto School Production Company. Yeah, we got this guy. 
Kenny Omega. You ever heard of him? <laughs> I hear he's pretty good at wrestling. I think he's on the Olympic team. So, um, keep another, feeding him. Keep another, feeding him. Another rumor that came out this week is WWE is currently interested in Rachel Ellerling and Karen Q, both who competed um, in the May Young Classic. And uh, that's not all. They also have other names on the radar. And the biggest one that I've seen is, uh, there's a couple of them actually, is the Beer City Bruiser, hmm. who his expires December 31st. So What the hell? Like and That's what I don't understand. Like, did New did Japan it? just go, or no, Rio of Honor, sorry, all just, okay, we're just going to have everyone on our roster expire on January 1st. Like, what the fuck is going on in, in wrestling that everybody is expiring on January well, 1st? If you, I don't know if you heard it or not, that the rumor was, then we reported on the rumor, that Silas Young was headed to WWE. I did. He re-signed with Ring of Honor. Yes. Did you hear the reason? Well, I, I heard the reason, and I didn't believe it, so I believe the reason is that they heard that WWE, NXT, was interested, so they panicked. And mm-hmm. they threw money at him. Yeah. And Silas came out and said, oh, my heart was with them, and I wanted to be able... I believe part of that. I believe part that he thinks... He's got confidence, but does he have the confidence that he's going to have creative freedom and be able to be... I mean, in NXT, they usually stay pretty true to form. Yeah, if you look like, at... even look at Punishment... R- Riddle. Yeah. yeah, Punishment Martinez came over... Yeah, but I'm talking about from ROH. Oh, you yeah. You come over, that he's, he's him. Yeah. I mean, look at... Um, Rowan Hansen. Yes. War Machine. They yeah. tweaked it a little bit. But they're still, you know, I mean the same the same concept, the same gimmick War, mostly. War Machine is such a cooler name. Oh yeah, they're War Raiders, absolutely. So bogus. But no, I mean to your point, you're right. They they really don't as long as they own the name, like well, of course they didn't own War Machine, but I mean Matt Riddle is Matt Riddle. Punishment Martinez is Punishment Martinez. Like they're Do you it, think that's his birth name? No. Punishment Martinez. I'm just saying as far as he owns his name, so they're yeah. able to use it. Same thing with Matt Riddle, that is his name, so they're able to use it. So like I think that if he were Silas Young were to come over, that's probably I mean the name that he owns. Well yeah, Silas Young, but he would also be a variation of his personality. Exactly. I'm interested or I'm intrigued at least to the Beer City Bruiser. Because yes. they're not going to let him keep that. No, you that probably think. probably not. No, his his name is Matt Winchester. That's his real name yeah. for the Beer State Bruiser. But <sighs> you um, can't. Yeah. Well, what? I mean, I don't know. He's he's good. What could they possibly turn him into though? But as previously reported, um, WWE is also interested in Trevor Lee, ACH, Shane Strickland, and Kushida. Well, they have this partnering with Evolve. Progress, mm-hmm. uh, a couple other promotions. I mean, those names that you just rattled off. Say them one more time. Trevor Lee. Okay. ACH. Okay. Shane Strickland. Which is an Evolve guy. Yeah, and Kushida. Okay, so you got a new J- two New Japans. And who was the first one? Trevor Lee. Impact. Yeah. Okay. And They're all very vastly different, too. Yeah, um, and also they're saying with like all this speculation going on of who they're interested in, I heard and all about that, the Kushida. is that WWE is expected to announce a new crop of from the Performance Center results or recruits in January. Um, so a whole nother class will be coming in come January, and Jonah Rock will will uh, reportedly be in that class for the January recruits. Jonah Rock. Yes. Which one's that? Jonah Rock. Um, 
God, man, where? Hold on, I have to go back to look because as soon as I saw the name, the name itself looked familiar, but I couldn't, I couldn't place. I just threw you off. You See, re- you really did because I, well no and and rightfully so I really. But should've... we should be accurate on this show. God damn it. No, you're we right. We shouldn't be able to say something and not be able to come up with the answer. So right now, I'm going to do what I do best. He's, I'm going to stall. Yes, that's it. No, 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 no. That's it. He's, yeah, he's an Australian professional wrestler. He's an Aussie. Yeah, he's the one. He kind of looks like, um... Oh, Austria. <laughs> no. Good day, mate. Oh, no. we have another shrimp on the barbie. He kind of looks like a Killian Dane type, Type wrestler, yeah, bruiser, um, yeah, something like that. I'm gonna show you. I mean, obviously, it's not gonna help our listeners. But you're I'm gonna, gonna show, show me you. a picture. I'm gonna I, describe what he looks like. Ooh, uh, I do know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah, it, it's hard to obviously describe the, the, over audio. Uh, was it assault down under or something? Yeah, but I mean, he's he's big on the independent scene. He's a big guy. Like I said, he looks. I mean, if you're trying to think about what he looks like, he looks like Killian Dane ish type guy he that's that's basically <laughs> and then if you're not familiar with what that is that is Killian Dane is H <laughs> so okay back to the other other Rumor. rumors that I'm that I'm uh, currently looking at now Monday night like we said was the worst ratings God, why do we keep going back to Monday Be- night because Monday I- night <laughs> because it's I want to get out of Monday night because <laughs> people love a train wreck but like when you look at an accident you can't keep your eyes off it yes exactly and that's the whole point well this week Raw was heavily changed in the hours leading up to the show this time okay there was actually a plan and they went- I- Against their plan? Heavily, apparently. And this time, Vince McMahon rewrote a lot of the script in order to make fans happier. Since he thought thought the audience would be in a somber mood due to the passing of George George H.W. Bush. So the reason that it, I guess, was more cartoony with Ambrose, with the stuff like that, that's why. Because he didn't want fans to be somber because of the death of the president. Because I'm sure the the fans going into that arena, they were in they were in a somber mood because of that. Well, they probably were, but I uh, mean, look, they were probably look, more in a somber mood. Everyone felt bad that that the former president passed away, but no one's going into a wrestling event feeling that and that on the first thing on their no, mind. No, they wanted. Is what I'm saying they wanted like, to come be on. entertaining. Yeah, I understand, but you're going there anyway for that reason. Like you're going into it for that reason. That is bullshit. That oh we're gonna make, I'm changing this because I want people to be happy. Hey hey hey, what do we got in the back? What, what can we what can we put Ambrose in? Hey, what do we got? No, I don't want that. God damn it, I don't want that. What do we got? Gas masks. All right, get the gas masks. Put them on to Ambrose. Yeah. What do we got? Seventeen people. Yeah, yeah. Gas masks on all of them. Somber my ass. Somber my ass. I'll tell you. So I'll get God away from Monday Night Raw. Oh, uh, that'll be the last one I do for run Monday Night Raw as far as rumors I guarantee go. you we end up back right Some, at Monday Night Raw. Sometime we will. So, Bang Brothers. And if you don't know what this is, this is an adult website. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is rumors? This has been rumors. Are you sure about I this? I swear to God. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, Bang Brothers um, <laughs> offered a WWE superstar money to basically, I, I don't know if it was do a video or... A spread or whatever, but they a approached. Porno? Yes, they approach Mandy Rose. Oh well, that not, that I'm not surprised. Yes, um, the first offer they offered a million dollars. I thought you're. 
They Damn. offered her a million dollars, and she rejected the offer, which apparently kind of embarrassed Bang Brothers. So they actually went back to her, and they offered her one point six million. And there's no word yet if she accepted or declined. How the hell did we even find out about this? This is um, the source is the dirty sheets are the ones who reported this. Are you sure this isn't like some sort of goof? No, it's, uh, I mean, obviously, I, yes, that's it why could it's, be, it's in the rumors. But that's why it's in the rumors, exactly. I but, don't yeah. believe that. I, I don't know. I mean, she's What the hell kind of client are you? So, yeah, I mean, I get it. But then what kind of eyes are you getting on the product? I mean, it is going to put, like, she's going to be the champion. I know Vince. <laughs> she's going to be the champion after this. How the, she, either that or she's not going to be allowed back in the company. Eh. I mean, they look like they're going edgier. She's going to yeah. be a SmackDown champion. <laughs> she's blowing a guy and she's going to be a SmackDown champion. You know they're going to have someone dressed up as like Cena or something or Hogan. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be too creepy. <laughs> what so, you going to do, Mandy, when I get these 24-inch oh, pythons? Oh, it's the image. Get it out of my head. Did you say your prayers? Oh, Did you eat so... your vitamins? That's so disgusting. <laughs> That is so you disgusting. You brought it up. What did I you did, expect was going to happen? I did bring it up, but I wasn't expecting that. So, um, if you notice that Becky Lynch hasn't been involved in any physical angles over the past couple weeks, there's a good reason why. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Lynch hasn't been cleared for the broken nasal fracture that she suffered um, due to a punch by Nia Jax. However, she has cleared the concussions. Oh, so they're just waiting for her to get cleared for... The yeah the um, TLC nasal fracture yeah exactly so they're not going to risk anything and hurt their potential main event or mm-hmm. their best match of the night mm-hmm. with something stupid exactly it's smart yeah so I mean I fully fully believe by TLC she will be cleared I don't think it's going to be an issue to be honest unless that's why they added the third person she has to vacate the title and it's Oscar versus Charlotte for the title imagine how pissed people would be and if charlotte wins oh man oh god i hope i I hope not god i hope not i kind of i love watching the world burn so (laughs) and i like being right at the same time yeah so i'm gonna move to um on this day in wrestling Kind of switch it up a little bit. I have uh, only a couple. I only have one real story, and then we have birthdays. Yay! So happy, happy birthday! <laughs> Today is your birthday. Happy, happy birthday! Happy, happy birthday! I thought you were gonna rhyme with something today after that that second part, but sometimes. Yep. I'm a wonderful miracle. I'm a mystery. So, uh, 21 years ago today, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who's that? <laughs> Who that dude? Forfeit the Intercontinental title to The Rock on Monday Night Raw. And then stunned him, repossessed the title, and then the next night threw it... Threw it in the... In the and yep. Then, yep, exactly. So one of the most classic scenes from Monday oh, Night Raw. And you I thought just, we weren't going to get nostalgic on you exactly. motherfuckers. Yeah, and we made it back to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> God, <laughs> so, dude, we only took this one segment. We went from Monday Night Raw to a potential porno. To Monday Night Raw. Yeah, back to Monday Night Raw. Oh, what the fuck? So the birthdays today, on December 8th, is um, <laughs> one of Joe's favorites. Oh, God. This is either sarcastic or it is actually one of my favorites. 
Enzo Amare. Oh, God, it was sarcastic. <laughs> Enzo Amare was what is that, born, twit? born what today is in 1986. Oh, he's my age, too? What a dick. He's such a dick. We, did we ever touch on that? Him fucking being an asshole, getting kicked out of... Uh, the airplane? No, not the airplane. The pay-per-view. No, I don't think we did. Oh, I don't think we did. We didn't really want to give him the time. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. Um, the next birthday is uh, 1982 Jimmy Rave, professional wrestler. We follow him? Yes, and he follows us. He follows us? Yes, ah. and has answered a couple of our topic questions. Well, happy birthday, yes. Jimmy Rave. Yes. And um, the final one, born in 1968 on this day. Oh, he's old. Is Mr. Michael Cole. Wow. Yeah. What is he? Well, he was born in 68, so... He, he old as yeah. shit now. So he's what? 50? Fifty. Yeah. I mean, that sounds about right. Big five zero. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because he's he can't stay thirty and forty forever, huh? <laughs> he's slowly become a very very serviceable, um, solid announcer for WWE. He still catches a lot of shit. And he don't, well, and he's fed a lot of shit. You know what I mean? He, that's it's what he's fed. It's everyone knows that that's kind of how how the business is run. How the announcers are fed shit from Vince in, the, in their headset. Um, but I mean, as far hey, as hey, like Michael, 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 I want you to do it. Right. <laughs> Let Go. me give you the perfect example, and you said it yourself. Was when um, I don't, I don't Ambrose remember. turned on Rollins. The call that Cole made yes. was a very, very perfectly timed good call. And he was on he was on point that whole night though, because when Roman came out and, and announced that he had leukemia, mm-hmm. I mean, you saw the utter professionalism from Michael Cole. Yes. He carried that yeah. announcing. Yeah, absolutely. It was very... Because you got to be kind of cautious, and it's like not really a... But he did it. He weaves. He good at, he's good at weaving in and out and carrying. Yeah, for a guy that was um, the whipping boy for DX for a long period of time. He was a whipping boy for a lot of people. And the then Rock. Then for Coach, Jericho. Yeah. Coach was also the whipping boy. Yeah, but Cole... Didn't he get... No, Cole was put in the storyline with Lawler, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where he tormented Lawler. Yeah, and he had the glass the glass uh cubicle yeah, around him. The singlet. Yeah. He came out yeah. to wrestling. Yeah. One to know at WrestleMania. He's undefeated at WrestleMania. Oh, that, he Vince knows, he knows it. He knows how to piss people off. He does. He he knows He's how to He's the get ultimate under, troll, yeah. for sure. He knows how to get under your skin. He knows like, all right, well they don't want it. Guess what? They're, They're getting gonna, it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But he knows how to when when the mood is somber, he also knows how to, to ease your minds. Mm-hmm. With utter confusion and blubbering <laughs> but that does make a little bit more sense though to why you saw some of the faces get a little retribution that's probably why you saw Ziggler win mm-hmm. that's probably why you saw Leo Rush get absolutely decimated with a fucking guitar yes that, very true. that's a Vince call mm-hmm. hit him with the fucking guitar <laughs> hit him with the, hit him harder make sure he feels it that little bitch <laughs> So, um, I say we move on to, uh... We made it back to Raw again. What the fuck? No, actually, I, I was leading to the Berserker Files. Ooh! So, I think it's time. Here it is! What you got for us? So, I figure we have about three stories, right? You have one, I have two. Okay. Okay, so we're going to start out with the goat, and we'll end with the goat, and we'll have something in between. What do you say? It's a goat sandwich. There you go. <laughs> so, 
Um, the first story I have is about... You know what? Goat Sandwich is probably going to be Mandy Rose's porn title. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but actually it's not bad. I like it. <laughs> so this story is actually um, Chris Jericho. Oh, that goat. Yes, that goat. Oh. Uh, the only really goat there really is, to be honest. But Anymore, yes. Um, Chris Jericho was talking, had an interview. Um, I can't tell you which the outlet was that he was speaking to. But um, he was talking about what he's going to do in the future and what he's thinking about doing. And he said, I don't know what I'm going to do. There's uh, nothing set in stone. I've spoken to people in all those organizations. Impact, I've had a great conversation with them the other day in Toronto. And there's some great matches I could have there. There's also a lot of matches in Japan I would still like to have. Is Tony... I love this this quote. Is Tony Khan opening his own company? I've heard nothing to say that he's not. But And, of course, WWE. Is WWE and I have a 20-year history there? I could walk in the door tomorrow and know exactly what to do to get a reaction. But I'll tell you one thing. There won't be a list. I'm done. I don't feel it anymore. So, I mean... It's a sad no, day when yes, the list dies. The list is done. The list of Jericho has been buried. Yeah, and our dream of getting on the list of Jericho is over, because there is no more list. Along with everybody else who wanted yeah. to be on the list. Yeah. Tell you what, when he did that uh, Fish Tank episode on whatever the hell show that was... Tanked. That guy made the list. Yes, he did. That Bastard. son of a bitch. See? You design cool fish tanks, you get to be on the list of Jericho. <laughs> um, so, the second story... Former WWE and ECW star Justin Credible has found himself being arrested for the third time this year. Jesus. After a number of complaints were made against him. He was arrested on Tuesday, the 4th, and was, according to Pro Wrestling Sheet, charged with misdemeanor assault, breach of peace, criminal mischief, and three charges of violating a protection order. Um, this is reported... So is he stalking someone? I guess. This, is, this was reported that while... Credible currently lives with his family. Several family members have protection orders against him in the case that any incidents occur. Oh, Jesus. Mm hmm. So he was uh, apparently held on $50,000 uh, bond. And um, there's a pretty pretty good mugshot as well online if you want to take a look and look it up. I could describe it for you. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a face. It's. it's it's, not, it's just it's, incredible with a full beard. It's no Nick Nolte, I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah, no, it's kind of hard to live up to Nick Nolte. He has set the standard in mugshots. Yeah, yes, he, he really has. Um, credible was also arrested in August and September for various domestic charges and spent time behind bars at that point. Um, Pro Wrestling Sheet reports that sources say that Credible has multiple run-ins with police since his late arrest in September. It's crazy, the, the, the life of what the wrestlers were. Mm -hmm. Oh, crazy. well, not only that, uh, with all that, uh, it's alleged that Credible also walked away from a WWE-sponsored rehab. Yeah. I mean, sometimes if you don't truly want the help or you don't think you need the help, you're not going to take the help. If you think you could do it yourself, then I don't know. But it's not a good path he's going down. He was supposed to be in Philadelphia today for mm -hmm. icons of wrestling. But yes. I have a feeling... He didn't make it. Yeah, probably not. Um, and uh, apparently he's also currently in the process of filming a documentary called Credible. Which Yeah, and he does all this promotion and he's trying to get sell merch and do do right so you see. And then you turn around and you see something like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it. I mean, it's unfortunate because he was a, a, a pretty 
a pretty entertaining wrestler with ECW. Not so much WC. I mean, uh, WWE. Definitely not WCW. De- definitely not WCW. But WWE, not so much. But ECW, he kind of found his niche with Just Incredible, and um, he was actually pretty entertaining. So, but that's the lifestyle of a wrestler, to be honest. Like, and those ECW guys. I mean, they were all rough around the edges, but mm-hmm. I mean, some of them made it. Some of them went down that path. Yeah, absolutely. So, to the third story we got. Oh, we're going back to the goat. The goat, Chris Jericho. Not so much wrestling related, mm-hmm. but you can never take the wrestler out of Chris Jericho. Boom. <laughs> so he's on tour with his band Fozzie. There is a stage crew member that wants to get on his tour bus. After numerous times being told that he cannot be on the tour bus, he sneaks on the tour bus anyway. Ends up getting to a fight with one of the band members, breaks his clavicle. Fucking what does Chris Jericho do? Grips the guy up, sends him outside, kicks his ass, tell everyone watching, watch him until the police come. (laughs) Guy ends up getting away, and the police have to chase his ass down, but they eventually got the guy. So, Chris Jericho doesn't like people sneaking on his fucking tour bus, and if you are, be forewarned that he's going to beat your ass. And maybe, just maybe, he'll bring back the list. (laughs) No, I don't think that last part's going to happen. I, I, I really don't. He's going to reinvent himself and not do it. But it just shows that Imagine just, Jericho can do anything. Yeah, he, <laughs> he really he can, can do anything. He's going to do it all. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Like, he just whoops someone's ass, gets, r- throws him off the tour bus, whoops his ass. Yeah, just let the police take care of him. I'm done with him. It's, um, it, it's, I mean, I really shouldn't be surprised because it's no, Chris Jericho, Chris to be Jericho. honest. But, uh, It'd be I, great I to it. whip someone's ass and then put him on the list, though. Like, legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> Stand over top of them. Here, give, me, give me my, give me my pen. Give me my paper. Here, you know what? You know what happens when you sneak onto my tour bus? You know what happens when you break my band member's clavicle? Do you know what happens? Did they say who the band member was? As far as like, no, I didn't like get all that. Drummer, something See, like that. I heard a report and then I read a report and I didn't get the name. Okay, yeah, because I mean, I remember, I remember reading it before you said something about it, and um, I did, I heard the same thing that. You know what I mean? That's a, but I didn't hear what the person's job was in the band itself. Well, all we know is that you work for Chris Jericho. He's got your back. He's going to whip some ass for you. So I uh, figure we move on to the one topic question we have um, for this week. And um, basically is, do you believe WWE is snatching up all the indie talent they can because they truly believe they are talented or they just want to use them out of spite against other promotions. Now, I thought this was an interesting question on... It was a two- to three-tier interest level for me. Mm-hmm. Thought of it a couple different ways. Mm-hmm. I think that they believe that they're talented. I think they definitely believe that there's talent there and there's an opportunity to somehow make money off of these people that they're signing mm-hmm. in one shape or form or another with either if it's going to eventually lead to being on the main roster or if it's just to enhance your... NXT product that you're building because they're going to be doing NXT well the plan is to do NXT by country yes yeah which so you see be, they're starting to well, slow yeah they're yeah. starting to yeah so I do believe that they they think that the wrestlers are talented mm-hmm. I don't think that they're doing anything out of spite so to speak as as much as it is a business move that we've yeah. seen before you it's a lot different than it was. There was only two, mm-hmm. and then ECW a little bit. Yeah. But ECW kind of fizzled itself out and then got absorbed as well. 
but it was WCW and it was WWE. Nowadays, there's so many different other brands of, and whether it's a smaller indie promotion that just stays semi-local or it's an indie promotion that runs out of uh, one certain region of the country or someone that travels all over the place. I mean, you have all different levels of indie promotions. And then you have a couple main players that aren't WWE, like Ring of Honor, like New Japan, like Impact. With All right, so the one thing I do want to touch on is going to kind of derail us a little bit from this, but stay on a, kind of the same path, is do you... It's we always call it indies, but they're really not. What do you what do you categorize Ring of Honor, New Japan, well, and not Impact in, with? Because no, they're not the it's indies. A, it's a company. It's pro, yeah. It's a professional wrestling. Company. And that's what I'm saying. They're not technically the indies. No, right? and there's a lot of people that there's a lot of different companies that kind of float with that gray area. Yeah. But I mean, because like it seems like that we're going to an indie show tonight. Yes. Tonight, but it's an indie company that started smaller mm-hmm. by a well-known name yeah but now has kind of grown to where they have top quote-unquote independent talent but it also has to be into it's it's independent talent that is currently signed with certain promotions yeah i mean and that's the biggest thing is that it's it an, seems it, that it, everyone lumps anyone but the wwe together well, as the indies. here's the thing indies are independent wrestling which are independent wrestlers are independent contractors Correct. which they go into business for themselves yes like you'll see people that are exclusive to that certain company but are allowed to work with x y and z mm-hmm. yeah that's still technically i mean it kind of makes them an independent wrestler but they're getting paid mm-hmm by one certain company. Well, it's like Brian Cage. Brian Cage is it's like a, exclusive it's a with lot of impact. A lot of independent talent because you tonight have tonight we see him at House of Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. And you also see him um the assault down under in Australia. He's, yes. You'll see him all over the place. But doesn't mean I mean he's still carrying somewhat the uh, impact flag right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Wherever he's wrestling. Like you have also Nick Aldis, who is the NWA champion. Yeah, exactly. Who's going to be wrestling tonight in House of Hardcore, which is an independent promotion Mm -hmm. with grayly defined independent wrestlers. Yeah. Who are somewhat signed or contracted with a certain company, but allowed to wrestle for a select few other companies. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the way that if you're not working for WWE, that's kind of the way you have to do it. But even WWE now has absorbed some independent promotions, and now they're going to be under the WWE umbrella. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's like what they've done with Evolve. Like Evolve, Evolve is still their progress. own. Yeah. And well, progress. now, well, Progress, you're not you're not allowed to work for anybody. Yeah. Besides who they tell you to. Exactly. Well, I mean, and to go to that that exact point is there was. And I can't remember what the exact situation was, but there was a dust-up with LAX. Um, I think LAX was, like, pulled from a Evolve uh, card. There was, like, a night one, a night two, and LAX was supposed to wrestle, and Impact pulled them. So now Evolve has basically banned any impact star from ever wrestling for them ever again because now they're under the WWE like if you look at their two upcoming events that are coming up within was it the 8th so about a week yeah it's a week from today in Mm -hmm. New York you have 
uh, Roderick Strong, Cassius Ono, and a couple of that's street, the card I'm talking about. Street Profits. Yes, you have all these WWE NXT guys wrestling on this card. Well, it was supposed to be Street Profits versus LAX. Well, that makes sense. And LAX to why, got pulled. Yeah, because from Impact, Impact pulled them. Not you know what I mean. They they that's were, a smart move on Impact's part. Mm-hmm. Port, uh, part part yeah. Port. <laughs> Because they're their top tag team. They're their champions. Yes. Now, that's a dream match, but who's making the money on that? It's not Impact. Yeah, you're right. That's WWE and Evolve are making that money. Mm-hmm. So why would we... I mean, you work for us. Why would we willingly give you some of our top talent mm-hmm. and not make a dime off of it? Yeah. Sorry, the fans wanted to see it, but... Yeah. Not not coming out of our pocket. Mm-hmm. Because you're fucking sure as shit on an Impact show, you're not going to see the Street Profits inv- invade that show. Yeah, no way. And give them the publicity. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. So why would they do it vice versa? Yeah. It's, it's all. It's going to become a little bit more cutthroat business, especially if Vince and company are starting to absorb and try and corner the market on a lot of wrestlers. It's. I mean, it's going to become a lot more... Cause, I mean, as much talent is out there, there's only X amount that is going to make you the dollar amount that you like. A lot of it's building. Like a lot of you have to build. A lot of these people you don't know their names mm-hmm. that are going to come up. Yeah. Like you know the names that are out there now, and that's why you see people snagging them up, and they're starting to sign more guaranteed money contracts. So it's going to become a lot more cutthroat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing. And main reason that I asked this question was after. Does it remind you of any other time that we've lived through? What, where it becomes a lot more cutthroat and people start oh, doing yeah. things that absolutely that's might the attitude be era. business savvy, but ethics mm-hmm. are kind of thrown out the window. Yeah, that's exactly what the attitude era was. It was competing and trying to get everything. Notice, everybody notice how Impact has a ten o'clock time slot and is running a lot more edgier programming. Notice how all of a sudden WWE is I fucking angled it again. <laughs> fucking angle. <laughs> Signed this deal with Fox. And they want to kind of cut the bullshit and be a little bit more real. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it history repeats itself. You don't think it usually repeats itself quickly, but in this case... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been still 20 Vince. years. It's still Vince. Yeah. There's so, always someone that wants that spot. No one wants to... Vince wants that spot. But there are people out there that don't want him to have that spot. There's always someone that wants the top spot. Oh, always. Absolutely. And, that, and that's with the... the well proposed signing of Walter. Um, that is where that topic question came from. Because, and with like how Allegedly they want Young... Him, they want him to head up a new NXT type brand in Germany. Yes. But then that's like the thing with Silas Young is was, is there room? But then when you say that you know what I mean? They're going to do that. Then it's a little different. Then, you know what I mean? Then he's heading up this, you don't have to worry about him trying to make time on NXT or on the main roster because he's heading up this whole new roster where he's going to be the guy NXT, already. I mean, NXT is so great, but you have to, I mean, NXT kind of hides it well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got its top talent that you see regularly. Mm-hmm. And then you have a couple guys you get sprinkled in there 
there's a lot of people that are just waiting in the wings and waiting. They still have a lot of people that don't really see a lot of airtime. Yeah. That you because they put on such a good product and they kind of mirror it. It's all smoke and mirrors, but there's still a lot of talent that you don't get to see. Yeah, I and mean, there's a all lot of the recruits that that they just that they just signed that last going, recruiting. Yeah, they're class. going around and doing live shows. Exactly. So you're seeing them on the the few live shows in your areas if you're lucky enough to see them. Mm-hmm. We don't get no fucking live shows. We have yeah. NXT hasn't been around the Philadelphia area in a well, while. They have been for Takeover last year. But well, I mean the no, I'm talking about the actual like little live shows, yeah, like, like the, the one little... that I saw in town on the Tower Theater way back when it was when it first started touring. Mm-hmm. I mean shows like that. Those are the shows, man. They were they're so good. They're not taped, and because obviously them being house shows, but you're getting all you're of getting the talent an on the roster. Independent feel, yes, and it, it mean. And there's so much like they're gonna have so much talent. Like how how do you divvy it up? You have a network, so you have you have that. So how do you divvy it up for the main eye to see it to, to get it? I mean, it's tough. It so is. the more talent that they end up signing, I mean, the less you're probably gonna see of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I really can't see the WWE snatching people that are this talented up out of spite. No, I can't. I mean, either. it's a let me let me put it this way. It's a bonus <laughs> that you're hurting the other company, but doing it just because Vince WWE might get, doesn't Vince do that. Vince might get his jollies off of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's a bonus, but he's not signing a guy just to hold him back from not going to Impact or not going to Ring of Honor or stealing him away from New Japan. He's not doing that just because. They 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 have a plan for a lot of guys a lot of times. Well, most of the time anyway. Just not on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> just not, just not there. And we get, we made it back somehow. We made, we just keep tormenting ourselves. It's and the just listeners. so bad, and it's so hard to believe that they legitimately are trying to be good and being this bad. That's the biggest thing with Monday Night Raw, and that's why we had said last week and continue to say that it's a work because we just can't see them doing this by accident, being this bad, and them trying to be good, and it's this horrible. I just I can't see it. I can't see it actually. This them thinking, oh, this is the best product we got you, for Monday you, Night Raw. You can hear it, you can read it, and you can physically see it. So they have to know it. Yes. So you can't be that blind, deaf, and dumb. Exactly. To not know what's going on. Exactly. So you continue down the path that you're going, and you wait and wait and wait, and then you finally think you're gonna. They're gonna be bad. This is this is. Unfortunately, well, the good news is is that you have Royal Rumble coming up, the the save the savior of pay per views because this lull period you're going to get a Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best pay per views all year. Well, and TLC typically usually is a very good pay per view. Typically, I mean, it all depends it on what ha- you're doing. It might have one saving grace, and, and that's it. Yeah, because the Raw side is going to be pitiful. Yeah, I mean, what what you're gonna get? You're probably gonna, of course, the Intercontinental Title match. You'll probably get maybe a triple or triple threat tag team match. No, not a triple threat, a six man tag team match. Mm -hmm. You might get Elias, Balor, and um, Ziggler versus McIntyre, Lashley, and Corbin. Yeah, that's that's probably gonna be a match. Or they're gonna split them off and they're gonna do singles matches, singles and a tag with that. Maybe. Yeah. Those aren't interesting. No. Although, I do have to say, I like the way, the position that Bobby Lashley is going in of now just being this muscle-bound the entire way, not saying a word anymore, 
and Leo Rush and doing smacking it. his ass cheeks. <laughs> you enjoy that? I just think it's it's different Bobby Lashley than when he first came back. Like he knows what he is. Yeah, exactly. He knows he's not like yeah. He's, he's embracing his suckiness. That's I think his the, the mid card level. Yes, the mid card level. Embrace your boring. I'm just Bobby, going to embrace it. Embrace your boring. No one wants to see you. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna smack my ass cheeks for you. I'm going to bend over and literally smack my ass cheeks as my pose and my taunt. I just think he wants to get as much heat as possible, and he don't care how he does it, and he's kind of fit into that role of, look, I'm in the mid-card. I'm not doing the title. Might no well one's doing have, the title. Yeah, well, obviously. On Monday Night Raw, of course. But, like, how mind-boggling is that? To not even have a title. I mean, they, they did it with Hogan back in the day. Hogan didn't really show up until it was important time. Yeah. Then that's what you kind of forget. Yeah, but Hogan you have to, did it when there wasn't this this much emphasis on cable TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could not show up at house shows. not a big deal. You're seeing people that are on every single week, and you're watching it for uh, the big part is for the champion. And Brock's not there. I mean, he's not going to make he ain't gonna be there. And he definitely ain't going to be there at TLC. No. So, I mean, luckily, he's maybe, written he out. might be lucky for the Rumble. He's automatically written in, and he's automatically written out. Doesn't matter if he's bringing anything with him, mm-hmm. if title or no title, he's in and he's out. Exactly. Yeah. The best, best, the best. <laughs> oh, that'd be the best. Where did that come from? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> well, I think that's a good place to stop uh, oh, yeah, right of there. Of course, that's a great place to fucking spot when I go fucking absolutely goof fucking mouth. <laughs> go complete Southern Bell on us there. Oh, that's the best working job in all wrestling. Boy. I'll tell you. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed the if show. If I've offended any of you Southerners <laughs> or Texaners, feel free to write us at www.idgaf.com. Nice. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. We want to thank, um, as always, our partners at the at the Daily Smark. Um, Wrestling, Wrestling World. World. What? Worldwide? Yeah. You kind of... Well, threw you, me off there. That's because you spoke over me. How dare you? I'm sorry. <laughs> you should be. Um, and, of course, our network, the Pulse Podcast Network. Um, and before we go, go ahead. if you have nothing on TV to watch tonight, of course there is the great streaming site, Power Slam TV. Yes. Get on it. 4,000 hours. And don't forget, the promo code is still available, Brotherly Love in all caps. Sign up on the website. Put our code in and then sign in on the app and you have a month free of Power Slam TV. All your indie companies are there. You can get your fix. You can stop scratching yourself. You can finally get your indie fix that you've been loathing for and you're longing for. Oh my God, I can't believe it. I haven't watched wrestling. What am I going to do? You're going to turn on Power Slam TV and you're going to get your fix, motherfuckers. Until next time, we'll see you again, bitches. Later.